재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This week's Wait What is the transient meme, the memes that Korea came up with and the ones that, strangely enough, failed to catch fire here. We're talking about those weird little short-lived trends on the internet with our, I guess you could call her our Wait What correspondent, <laughs> Che Jong-yoon. Hi, Jong-yoon. Hi. So, uh, it's internet culture is weird because uh, yeah. it really mm-hmm. is. And this has been true for a while, but mm. it's really heated up in the 2000s, mm. I would say. Yes. So they have these little challenges where yeah. you upload these little trends, you know, what, whatever is on, on trending right now. And uh, you just upload yourself on your social media mm-hmm. or YouTube, things like that. I have no idea why some things catch on and mm-hmm. some things don't. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a couple of years back the ice bucket challenge? Absolutely. You know, did, actually, you, did you get roped into doing that? I didn't, but actually it has come back to Korea. Has so, it? Yeah, this summer. Um, I see a lot of celebrities do it. And if I look up the hashtag... Ice Bucket Challenge in mm-hmm. Korean and in English, the top uh, trending ones are all Korean celebrities. Oh, wow. Um, and I think that uh, that has to do with Korea trying to build the first ALS medical center. ALS, this is, uh, what is it, Luke Gehrig's disease? Uh, yes, that, that's it. That was yeah. a campaign to raise money. You either gave money or you dumped the bucket of ice on your head. Mm-hmm. And uh, for some reason, it caught on hugely. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the essence of what we're talking about here, Jung-yoon, is mm-hmm. the fact that the memes and trends that do make it to Korea, Mm. they're a little bit slow in boomeranging over, aren't Mm -hmm. they? They come a little late sometimes. Yep, because uh, people see it and they like it, but they don't know if that's something they should do it or not. And then some Korean celebrities start doing it. Then Koreans, I think, get a cue like, oh, this is something that's quite popular and Uh I should try it. I mean, Mm. I still don't get it. It's come Mm. and gone in both the United States and Korea, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, dabbing? Oh, dabbing, yes. (laughs) When do you do that? Um, I think in 2015, some American hip-hop artists started doing it. Uh And then uh, this hugely popular Korean rap uh, battle show on cable network, um, a lot of rappers started dabbing on the show. Now, it's this move. If you're Mm going to describe it over radio, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you're dodging a snowball, you know, you know, Mm -hmm. dodging into your elbow Mm -hmm. and putting your hand up Mm -hmm. as if you're blocking the snowball. That's the way I would describe it. Yeah, exactly. And um, people do it in the situation of triumph, I guess, or when you're having fun, um, like really random situations. Never done it. And I think I would look extremely silly if I tried to do it. I have not done it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for some reason, it got huge for a while. Like you said, those, mm-hmm. those shows. And mm-hmm. it was part of sort of the internet hip hop culture. Yes. Let's go through some other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a trend that did catch on big here in Korea? Uh, something that did catch on big, I think ASMR, absolutely. What is ASMR? Uh, ASMR stands for... Uh, autonomous sensory meridian response. So it's this weird little sounds that calms you down, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, this is um, new to me. Yeah, and because this is radio, it's perfect to give examples of like the sound of like... <laughs> this kind of sound. Sounds of, yeah. uh, PD is suggesting sounds of paper crinkling. Yeah, something oh, like that. Oh, I think we touched upon this in, um, mm-hmm. in Generation Now at one point. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, 
this overstimulated generation mm-hmm. wants calming rhythms. Mm-hmm. So they will literally just uh, watch, you know, somebody clipping grass or yeah, something like that. Exactly. Fold their laundry yep. for an hour, mm-hmm. paint a wall, mm-hmm. because it's so easy. Yep. And this trend started in 2016 and 2017 in United States, and then it slowly made its way over to Korea um, in 2017, and then it just blew over on the YouTube. And now a lot of Korean uh, YouTubers actually. specialize in ASMR and they have their own channel that a lot of uh, global netizens subscribe to. I need to figure out a viral challenge uh, <laughs> channel and start it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to specialize and to get a bazillion viewers just mm-hmm. to watch you stack dishes or something exactly. like that. Or fold your laundry. Yeah. And actually, um, it's interesting because Korean YouTubers took the concept of ASMR and then made it so creative. Like, um, some people will just... eat chicken in front of the microphone like this yeah. and then the sound of biting and chewing I don't know somehow um, I could do that yeah um, and actually a lot of uh, female YouTubers do it too and because they have this soft and calming voice I think a lot of people just play it to go to sleep I mm. do a version of that at home I would never put on you know mm. somebody eating chicken mm-hmm. but uh, sort of low You know, like mm-hmm. a, like a, a very casual podcast or mm-hmm. talk show mm-hmm. while I do something extremely mm-hmm. boring, mm-hmm. Uh, like prep all of my mm-hmm. vegetables for the mm-hmm. week or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's kind of an ASMR yeah, sort of habit. Be. Yes. Uh. Um, and we see a lot of interesting fusion, like the concept of mukbang, where... That is a genuine mm-hmm. Korean native yeah. creation. Yes, that's the, the Korean uh, creation that went viral. And actually, there are a lot of international YouTubers who do the mukbang of their own. Mm. And they will, you know, caption it mukbang. They'll caption it mukbang because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. Korean mm-hmm. word. Mukbang. Eating, broadcasting. I'm mm-hmm. going to broadcast myself mm-hmm. eating. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that caught on so much? Um, People only have a certain amount of stomach space, I exactly. guess. But they mm-hmm. want to experience as much food as possible. Mm-hmm. Is that a good guess? Um, that too. And also, I think more and more um, Koreans are eating alone by themselves. And because... At the end of this long working day or long studying day, they really don't have any friend to call upon to eat together. So that they is sit, so sad. Yeah. And they sit in, uh, <laughs> in front of the, uh, the dining table with the cell phone in their hand yeah. and, and feel like this YouTuber who's eating, I don't know, five packages of chicken yeah. is her friend. And just kind of eat together. Yeah. I, I did a little feature on mukbangs mm-hmm. uh, for a video feature a while back. And, and that's exactly what one of the, mm-hmm. the fans said. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. I tune into her every night and mm-hmm. she's just like my friend, you know. Because it's not just mm-hmm. stuff in your face. Mm-hmm. They do have like lighthearted chatter yeah. and all of that. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of vicariously spending time with somebody. Exactly. And they acknowledge the incoming mm-hmm. comments mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they do it live. So yeah. you get to really simultaneously eat. With a YouTuber who's. Some of them clean yeah. up on that. You, oh, you can yeah. drop little tips, mm-hmm. Obegwan or mm-hmm. something at like a go. That, yes. And if you've got 30,000 viewers, mm-hmm. that adds up really mm-hmm. fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought of doing a YouTube or a, you know, a bang type of thing? Mm. Well, it's interesting because you never can tell what's going to go viral, what's going to go uh, appeal to people. So I really don't know, but I think it should be original. It should be something quite creative and interesting, but, you know, um, everyone's trying to find something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find something, but it could be just simple thing as crinkling up paper. I'm going to start and, a channel where I uh-huh. just crinkle up papers yeah. all day long. Mm-hmm. 
Would you tune into that? Um, <laughs> good. I don't know. Uh, to uh, have some kind of background noise. Actually, there was this one YouTuber who got quite popular earlier this year, this Korean guy. Um, he's actually a student studying for like a government exam. Uh-huh. And he did just uh, seven hours of streaming of himself studying. And that just went viral. He wouldn't talk. He wouldn't I do it. I remember that. Yeah. And he did it for seven, eight hours. And women would just tune in because this guy was apparently good looking. Uh-huh. So, That's yeah. right. And in fact, we, did, we talked about that in Koreanisms. Mm-hmm. It's a cute boy studying mm-hmm. for yeah, hours and exactly. hours. And I guess uh, mm-hmm. maybe a lot of moms watched it mm-hmm. and uh, said, gosh, I wish that yeah. kid would study like yeah. this. Nice boy. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What else have we got going in terms of mm-hmm. uh, trends? We've got serious. Uh, Uh, You can't really call them, I don't know, trendy memes, mm, but uh, some movements like Me Too caught on in Korea. Yeah, quite huge. It's still going. It's still going. um, And it's really um, have the snowballing effect of um, having all these women on board to Mm. actually come out and uh, protest uh, with some agenda. Yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like Me Too is going stronger in Korea now than it's still going. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it's still relevant in the U.S., Mm -hmm. but it's got... a more mm-hmm. uh, broad and deep mm-hmm. appeal in yes. Korea at this moment. Mm-hmm. And with this hashtag movement, actually people like, like a female prosecu- prosecutor who came out and said, hey, I was a victim of sexual harassment at workplace. Mm-hmm. And she did it on a, on a national news channel. And so she told uh, the news reporter that she was influenced by this movement. Yeah. So these kind of things encouraged women all over in Korea. You're getting at a very important point. You know, I think technology and distributed sort of social media content mm-hmm. provides cover mm-hmm. for people to do something mm-hmm. that they otherwise would not do. Exactly. Okay? Like uh, that they always talk about the, the sort of Twitter or the social media role mm-hmm. in the Arab Spring mm-hmm. or in popular uprisings. Mm-hmm. You would be terrified to speak out against your repressive leader mm-hmm. if you did not have those thousands of other voices supporting exactly. you on social media. Yeah. Now, that's... You know, a positive change. Mm -hmm. Me too is a positive change. Mm -hmm. But then there are certain, you know, things that you should not have affirmation in doing, like eating detergent pods. (laughs) Absolutely. Which they do in the U.S. for some strange reason now. Yeah. I'm glad we don't have that Tide Pods in Korea. So teenagers wouldn't do it. But 2017, this um, challenge of just consuming Tide Pods uh, just went viral among teenagers. And really, it became like a social issue. Yeah, I mean, they're like little pods of detergent. But for some reason, some kid out there said, eat these detergent pods. Mm -hmm. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. (laughs) And uh, people are doing it. But uh, let's not spread the idea any Mm -hmm. further on this Mm -hmm. platform. Exactly. What else do we have in terms of trends? Well, I found some interesting trends coming out of China. Mm. Because China is really huge in this challenge. Um, I don't see as much as challenge trend in Korea. But China somehow um, thinks that... It is related to women to prove they are skinny enough. For example, so there is a smartphone challenge where women would use the smartphones to cover their knees in order to prove their legs are skinny enough. So wait a minute. Your legs had to be narrow enough to be completely covered by a smartphone stretched out lengthwise. Yeah. 
which is bizarre. And uh, I'm not sure my smartphone covers one of my legs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and me, me neither. So these kind of challenges that are actually impossible to achieve is, has actually affected China in a really negative way. Mm. Um, also, there was A4 waist challenge where women compare the size of their waist to the width of a standard sheet of A4 paper, which is about 21 centimeters or 8.3 inches. Oh, I see. So they held mm-hmm. up a piece of uh, mm-hmm. standard paper. Yep. And their waste had to be completely hidden by mm, the paper. Exactly. There was also like a zero waste mm. uh, trend that was mm. going around for a bit here mm. in Korea. I think um, one of the K-pop stars got a zero waste. Ooh. And then like yeah. other people were congratulating her <laughs> on it and so forth. Yeah, like size zero, something yeah, like that, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess cosmetic challenges, mm. things mm. like that. Prove yep. you're skinny. Mm-hmm. Prove you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess. Are there, are there makeup challenges? Uh, in Korea, not really. Um, I don't see makeup challenges per se, but this was another trend that was related to proving you're skinny enough, where women would upload pictures of themselves applying lipstick with their arm twisted behind their heads like that to prove they have small face. And this was huge in China in 2016. I guess. So the mm-hmm. smaller your face, theoretically, your mm-hmm. arm could reach all the way around mm-hmm. and put on your mm-hmm. lipstick. So actually, I'm glad that these kind of challenges never popped up or became trendy in Korea because it would really drive a uh, Um, self-conscious, especially teenagers, to starve themselves or um, have really this unrealistic, unachievable idea of body. Uh Yeah, So I'm glad. And I guess it has something to do with Me Too movement and women, you know, um, raising their voice to be real and um, accept uh, what is realistic rather than all these unachievable ideals. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's a free speech environment. You can upload whatever you want, mm-hmm. but I wish that the audience would not um, necessarily go in for mm-hmm. these, like, skinny challenges mm-hmm. or unrealistic mm-hmm. bi- or body shaming, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. One thing that um, we talked about very recently with Michelle is these uh, viral channels where kids unbox toys mm-hmm. and where yeah. kids do this. Mm-hmm. There's one thing, uh, one channel where a kid, it's something like uh, mom doesn't know, and mm-hmm. in the middle of the night he mm-hmm. goes and does something, you know, mm-hmm. mischievous. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we've brought up on Dive in Korea, surprisingly mm-hmm. a lot, our topical segment, mm-hmm. is this baby shark dance. Oh, yes. And I still don't have my head completely around what it is. What, what um, is it? It's a song that is repetitive. Uh-huh. So um, I'm going to sing it a little bit. So it goes, baby shark, do-do-do, do baby shark, do-do-do. And it's just really simple lyrics of singing. Uh-huh. And um, this was really popular in Korea. Um, and it was actually sung in Korean. And then this company translated it and then had uh, the kids... Um, English-speaking kids sing the song. Do we have that song? We'll do it as a closing song. Mm-hmm. How about All right. that? All right. Well, I think that's a good review of Trends. Mm-hmm. It's a good wait what for this week. Mm-hmm. I'll see you again next week, Jung-yoon. All right. See you next week. <laughs>